You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TNM Unplugged podcast, the space where you get elevated on the level of your heart, your mind, your spirit, and your body as well. And today, we're going to do elevation on the level of the mind because the exciting topic that is in front of us, it's mindfulness. This is something that is very dear and near to my heart as well. I love chatting about mindfulness and also inviting people to consider how they can become more mindful in their lives. So I'm sure that today you're going to have a lot of good tips and tricks and sharing from myself and my wonderful guest, Gina. Gina Pagan, it's a friend, collaborator, colleague, professional coach. She's also a consultant. She's facilitator. She's very passionate about guiding individuals and teams and organizations to the deeper sense of purpose and to the highest level of creativity, engagement, and inspired action. Gina was also, in her previous life, the musician, photographer, and artist. So I'm sure that a lot of creativity and a lot of good conversations will come out of this podcast as well. And nowadays, Gina is a world-recognized coach, trainer, and facilitator. She works across the region, across cultures, globally, with different organizations, multinational corporations, and also with individuals as well. You know, and the portfolio from clients is extensive. You know, you can read more about Gina at her LinkedIn profile, Gina Pagan. You can find more information about her. But it's my joy and pleasure and honor to be with Gina today and to explore this amazing, delicious, and wonderful topic on mindfulness. So welcome, Gina. Thank you. Thank you so much. It is truly an honor to be here with you. Yeah. So let's dive into it. You know, we kind of talked a little bit in the prep around how we're going to approach this podcast, what we're going to be talking about when it comes to mindfulness. So I'm curious to start with, what would you like to share to the audience to start with? Why do you believe mindfulness is a really important skill to gain nowadays, specifically in these times of transformation that we're facing right now with COVID and pandemic and global innovation of human consciousness, mindfulness comes to be an important skill. So from your perspective, what do you think mindfulness is important for people to engage, to know, to learn about? So we live in, we're living in a time of amazing upheaval. You know, even before the pandemic and some of the social and political changes that are happening around the world, we were in a time of, um, of accelerating change. And the ability to navigate through that with a certain level of grace and ease to be able to operate where in a place where we're not constantly in a state of overwhelm with everything that's coming at us, Mm -hmm. uh, mindfulness can be a really powerful tool to allow us to, 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 to manage through the world and really to, to take that perspective that we are the architects of our own lives, that we are not living in reaction to the things that are happening to us, but that we really have the space to be thoughtful, to be intentional, and to be able to be a choice about those things that we, that are most important to us, really. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love that, you know, being a choice, being thoughtful, 
being present enough to proactively create your reality, so to say, and being able to do whatever we need to be doing to not to be in this responsive, reactive modality, but to really be present to life. Yeah, interesting. And, and, you know, I think one of the things um, when I'm talking about mindfulness, um, one of the things that I often like to start with is <clears throat> I think many people have the perception that mindfulness is about sitting on a cushion for hours a day or being in some, having some really deep practice of meditation, which it, it can be. But yeah. it's also something that we all practice all the time, although we may not even be aware of it. So if you can imagine a moment when you've been captivated by the beauty of nature mm-hmm. or been carried away by a song or gotten lost in something that you're doing because you're so fully engaged in it, those mm-hmm. are all moments of mindfulness. and so. It's really something that is available to all of us all the time. And and a lot of the work that I do is about connecting people to what they're already doing and really helping them to enhance those skills that, in fact, we all already have. Yeah, and I love your very practical approach to this and normalizing it to our audience as well, that we are actually mindful most of the time without even being aware that we are right. mindful in our life. And, and remembering that, those moments or becoming aware of those moments is something that it's like a gateway for us to become intentionally and consciously mindful, correct? Yes, absolutely. And there's so many ways that we can practice mindfulness mm-hmm. um, beyond formal meditation, which, as you know, as I said, is a is a real and meaningful practice. But there's so many ways that we can engage with it, really, in every moment of our lives. So for example, you know, I live and I'm lucky enough to live in a walkable neighborhood, I can walk to the store to get, you know, almost anything that I want. Um, And I'll sometimes, I will, I'll sometimes um, make it a practice as I'm walking to the store, that I focus on my eyes. And so as I'm walking, I'm trying to see if I'm really present to everything that is around me and the visual field, what can I notice? How many things can I see? And I'm always amazed at how much I notice that I normally miss because I'm in that constant state of busy mind and just my mind is everywhere. And so even something as simple as, you know, a trip to the store can be a really profound part of your practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And it also creates that level of intention and also attention as you're walking to that store, as you're being 100% present in your reality to widen up your perspective even to be present to what is in front of you. And you mentioned that sometimes we don't do this because our mind is too busy, too quick, too cluttered with the thoughts and, you know, to-do lists and responsibilities and and whatever it's ahead of us in our busy lives. So how do you or how do we, when we become mindful, slow down our thinking and how do we presence more to be able to experience the reality around us? Part of it is, um, a big part of it is 
setting the intention for yourself mm-hmm. to take moments during the course of the day to just mm-hmm. stop. Because mindfulness, the, the essence of it is in, as you mentioned, it's in being, it's in that, that process of being fully present. And mm-hmm. it only takes a moment. So to, to start as, a, as an exercise, to remind yourself to stop at various points along the uh, along the in the day and check in with your physical body so there's so much that you can notice and become aware of if, as you start to connect to what's happening physically within you so for example you know you and I spoke i have performance anxiety so right now i can feel there's a certain tension in my chest there are some butterflies in my stomach mm-hmm. i imagine if you if you measured you would see that my palms were a little sweaty <laughs> so becoming aware no starting to notice when those when those responses are happening and then being able to stop and slow down and really pay attention and being with whatever is in that moment and mm-hmm. and being able to really accept all of what's happening within us. So for me, and I think, you know, in, in, in mindfulness practice, it's partly about awareness. It's also about acceptance. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, there's this feeling. Mm-hmm. It's not a good feeling. It's not a yeah. bad feeling. It's not a right feeling. It's not a wrong feeling. It's just a feeling. So there it is. How interesting. Mm-hmm. And so being able to have some curiosity with yourself, um, mm-hmm. but it all starts in that, that little space between, you know, there's a stimulus, mm-hmm. there's a response and there's a space between. And the more you're able to access that space, mm-hmm. that's the place where you can stop and say, okay, what really matters here? Mm-hmm. What's important or what's happening or what am I noticing about, you know, about myself, about the world. And, and that, that's the beat. That's the starting point. Yeah. So for me, it really makes my heart sing when you talked about this space between and, and that stillness and also that silence and taking the pause or stopping, basically connecting to your breath, being able to witness that. And also what I'm curious about is once when you are in that space and you do accept that emotion, what happens then when, you, when you're in that full space of acceptance? So I feel this. I accept this. I recognize this inside of myself. What happens next? I think that um, that that allows us to live in a place of self compassion, mm-hmm. and that place of self compassion becomes a place for growth. Mm-hmm. There's a quote, and I I don't have it exact, but it's from a psychologist by the name of Carl Rogers who says. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in essence, you know, when I accept myself, when I fully accept myself for who I am, that's when I have the capacity to change. Mm-hmm. And so that level of self-compassion is really a profound, um, is a profound uh, expression for, or a, a profound way for us to be able to gain a certain level of strength. To, to then move out and grow and become, you know, the best versions of ourselves. 
Absolutely, to transform that feeling as well. And, and I love that you're bringing it to that level of depth because now we're deeply into, into exploration and conversation that compassion and self-love to this full acceptance and acknowledgement from my perspective also is leading towards you being able to alchemize, to transform, to elevate that feeling or to learn from it. You know, maybe it's a teacher, maybe it's a moment when you have an aha moment by saying, okay, wow, I've never noticed this about myself, but now I, I see it, I accept it, I love it, I embrace it in myself, and therefore I can move on and, and evolve as a result of that presence. Yeah, I, I'd like to say that I've gotten to a place where I love it. I can't, I, I'm not quite there yet, yeah. you know, of fully saying, oh, I love the fact that you know, I, uh, I'm feeling jealous in this moment. You know, I, I'm, I'm not, um, I, but, but part of it for me is, um, is recognizing that what I'm experiencing is, is my own humanity Mm -hmm. and being able to connect to that within myself also allows me to connect to the humanity in others. Because the mm-hmm. other thing that's available to us in that space between is mm-hmm. a relationship with our heart, mm-hmm. right? And that space between that and, and being able to really connect. And that's a big part of some of the trainings that I do is about, it's about head, heart, and hands. It's about the cognitive. It's about the, 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 um, the relational mm-hmm. and about the, the, the action, the things that we do. But being able to really connect to our hearts is what gives us the capacity to then be in the world in a compassionate way. Mm-hmm. And I think that more now more than ever, we are all called to be able to be relational and to be in the world uh, in that from that space of connection to the heart and connection to the compassion mm-hmm. to ourselves and then to other human beings. And I also love what you shared that. It humanizes us. You know, once when we get into that space, you know, we are all human beings with this journey ahead of us. And, you know, we all feel the same and we all have the same challenges, same issues. You know, there are different variations of them, but the humanity in general is in that space. So that compassion to yourself then also widens compassion to others and our ability to understand others in a, more, in a deeper way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, so I, you know, I'll out myself and say that um, one of my great gifts is hmm. the capacity to understand and assess and evaluate. And, and, and I see a lot. Mm-hmm. The shadow side of that gift is that I can be incredibly judgmental. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, I, and I recognize that and I, and, I really believe that all of our gifts have a light and a shadow side to them. Mm-hmm. And so that ability for me to connect to my heart allows mm-hmm. me to manage, to be able to see what I see and mm-hmm. still recognize the common bonds that I have with other people, the common humanity, what I share. Um, mm-hmm. And to go deeper, really to go to that very essential human level that what we all want in this life is, you know, an opportunity to feel like we're a part of something that matters and, and a sense of love and belonging and a sense of purpose. Mm -hmm. And so again, you know, mindfulness 
is is my way of of being able to quiet some of the noise and and really connect to my heart. Um, mm. It keeps me out of that. I I can yeah. It keeps me out of that place of of excessive yeah. judgment. But great, great example, you know, because a lot of our audience as well, when they listen, they're thinking about themselves and who they are and what they are. And, 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 you know, I am completely with you that each gift, a profound gift of being able to sense also carries the shadow aspects of itself. So you need to balance both and you need to integrate them somehow in your heart and both can become a teacher. So the part of the awareness is also being aware of your shadow. Wonderful. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> So um, for the people who would love to start practicing mindfulness and for the people who, you know, are not new, but have heard about mindfulness in the past, it's, you know, they, they know that it exists, but they never actually had time mm-hmm. <laughs> to dive into it or to pause or to stop. What will be your way to take people into that practice or to inspire them to consider practicing mindfulness more in their everyday life and business and you know and and beingness um i start with it actually doesn't take a lot of time you know and mm-hmm. so part of it is about a commitment um and mm-hmm. recognizing and making a commitment that this is something that's important but we can do it in a moment it can be um it can be I'm walking into a meeting or I'm getting ready to get on a Zoom call and I stop and I take a moment and I breathe and I center myself. It can mm-hmm. be part of our practice as we're walking to the store. It mm-hmm. can be, there's so many ways for us to engage. You know, meditation mm-hmm. is an, an absolutely, it's a very powerful tool, um, but mm-hmm. we can practice mindfulness while we're exercising, while we're listening to music, while we're creating a piece of art. Um, We can Mm -hmm. practice mindfulness when we're engaged in conversation, right? Like Mm -hmm. it it becomes that really deep listening where I am Mm -hmm. fully here with you. I am like Mm -hmm. all of me is here Mm -hmm. with you. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a form of mindfulness practice. So it, it's, it's, it's a reminder to slow down and to, to breathe using our breath is um, it's a powerful way to keep us centered and mm-hmm. grounded and to, to help to slow that busy mind. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, a, um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a victim. I'm victim. Isn't the right word, but I, I've lived most of my life with a very busy mind. I, you know, okay. it's, it's, um, it's a challenge a lot. Yes. So it, it becomes about finding those moments during the course of the day when you can really pay attention. Yeah, I can share the same thing like you. You know, most of the time I'm also busy in my, my cognitive function. My mind is overextended, mm-hmm. not only because I want to. I also think that our society is wired in that way when you're active in business, in life, in in work, you know, and you have millions of emails, social media messages, you know, interactions with people on a global level, of course, your mind gets overstimulated. And right. one of the reasons why we really want people to consider mindfulness is to start practicing mindfulness is to help them 
be more of themselves, to create that stillness and silence so that they can recenter, rebalance, refocus, and be able to quiet that mind, right. to be more present in the moment, declutter. And, you know, you, you mentioned stimulation, you know, if you think about, um, mm. if you think about, you know, sometimes I have these moments where um, I, I can, you know, I, I start to, I'm noticing how busy my mind is. Mm-hmm. And I'll stop and I'll remind myself that we live in a world that is mm-hmm. constant, not just a stimulation, but so many different forms of stimulation all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to navigate that. And, and you know, for me, I feel like it's really important to stay connected. I want to know what's happening in the world. I want to know what's going mm-hmm. on politically and socially and mm-hmm. in my work, in my business. and. Mm. So many aspects of my life, but maintaining that connection also means that I'm always, you know, taking in those stimuli. And so Mm. it becomes doubly important, triply important to find ways to slow down and unplug Mm. for a moment. That's it. And it also goes to neurological functionality of the body when we step into the parasympathetic nervous system and yes. through the breath we relax our nervous system and we let go of sympathetic nervous system of con- continuous stimulation and i think a lot of us you know in this day of age we feel that we feel that we are overstimulated and that's the reason why once again mindfulness practices become super important right. for all of us so and, and it rewires our brain you know being able to being able to connect to our heart connect to compassion rewires those channels in our brain so it's it's it goes beyond this moment and really can be a way of restructuring the way that we think and the way that we operate and does it happen by itself and it comes when we connect to that level of compassion in our heart and we are fully present in the moment in the space of stillness and silence and connected to our compassion do you feel that our brain is recalibrating by itself and rewiring by itself or do we need to do anything further than just being mindful i think um i think you know there's the there's an expression um um that which fires together wires together so i do think that if we really want to recalibrate our brains there it is um giving our brains so having, for example, a, a guided meditation on compassion that really invites us to step into that space on a regular basis. So, mm-hmm. so getting those neurons to fire together, it can be an important part of creating that new structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed this about myself as well. And that's why I was asking, the more mindful yeah. I am in a moment, the more my brain and my cognitive capacity on a neurological level begins recalibrating by itself those new connections are made and i feel like literally oh you know ease in my shoulders in my mind there is a tension that is gone i'm more present in my body i'm not all the time in this tense state Uh, yeah Yeah. so mm. so this is a great kind of segue to to what we really wanted to do together it's just a practice a little bit more and you mentioned in our prep that you would love to get people through meditation so maybe this is now the time sure. for us to, to to kind of get into that and to really experience you know ourselves in that space sure um would you like to do this one with me 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so this is a this is a very short meditation. Um, it's something that I use um, on a regular basis. Sometimes I even just use bits bits of it or moments of it. And mm-hmm. it's um, it's it's a piece that you can do for yourself at any point at any time during the day. Mm-hmm. So if you would uh, begin in a comfortable position, sit with your back upright but not stiff. Put your feet flat on the floor and allow your hands to rest comfortably in your lap or wherever feels most natural. You may close your eyes or take a soft gaze. Begin with a series of cleansing breaths. Noticing the sensation of the in-breath, the sensation of the out-breath, and the spaces in between. As you continue to breathe, allow your mind to empty what it no longer needs to hold on to. With your out-breath, let it go. Let it flow out and away. Continue to release any clutter from your mind with your breath. And now allow your body to release what it no longer needs to hold on to. With your out breath, let it go. Let it flow out and away. Continue to release any clutter from your body with your breath. And now bring your attention to your center. Using your breath, relax into your center. And as you do, ground yourself in the here and now. Feel the expansion and contraction in your belly as you breathe. And as you do, allow yourself the luxury of simply resting your awareness in the present moment. There is nothing that needs to be done. There is nothing that needs to be said. There is only being. Now slowly bring your attention back to the room. And when you are ready, you may open your eyes. Hmm. Wow. How was that? Well, I want to stay there long. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's so simple and so profound. It really recalibrates you in a in an easy way. You know, (sighs) my whole body is like, oh yeah. Mm, Really, really beautiful. Thank you for that. And that was you know, maybe two and a half minutes, maybe three minutes. Yeah. So, and again, I, I don't mean to in any way diminish the power of real intense meditation. Um, it, it is an incredible tool oh. and an incredible practice. A- and there are so many o- other ways for us to engage with this work. So. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. for me, in, our, in my coaching work with the with the busy executives and people around the world, they actually literally do not have time, or they don't want to create time. So when you offer something like this, when people can recalibrate, center, connect to themselves in two and a half minutes, this is exactly what people need at this moment in time. And I value these practices a yeah. lot. I mean, of course, as you said, we can go into the deeper space of meditating and and unfolding ourselves in that capacity. But you know, this this Easy things and easy meditations are really valuable for everybody. So thank you for that. So I know, Gina, that you're also going to be offering a masterclass in mindfulness mm -hmm. coming up really soon uh, in November. So I just wanted to ask you a few bits and pieces about that, if that's sure. okay, for the audience to know, because some of the people who are listening to this, they want to sign up, they want to go deeper into the exploration of mindfulness. Yeah. So what would you share about the class? What do you think uh, it's the biggest benefit of being there? And, and certain few, few bits and pieces you would like to mention for people yeah. who are interested to sign up. Yeah, so, so it's, it's um, you know, I, I talk about mindfulness, but, but it's a very, I, I try to do it in a way that's very interactive. And so we do a variety of, we'll have a variety of activities that people can engage with. Mm -hmm. um, both on an individual level, there's some activities that we do that allow us to engage with each other and use mindfulness in a relational kind of way. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so for me, it's really all about allowing people to touch it and feel it and try it on and play with it and, and, and looking at different modalities and different forms or different kinds of exercises so that people have an opportunity to say, you know, this, um, this piece about really working with our senses, our sight, our sound, our sense of taste, that resonates with me so deeply. Or an activity that we might do where you're actually engaging with another person and in deep conversation or, or, um, or having opportunities to be interactive with other individuals. Like, that's it for me. That's where the real juice is. Um, mm -hmm. So we try to, I try to bring in a number of different um, of ways of, of being mindful. And then, you know, because I'm, I am, you know, I'm, I'm all about practical. Um, we do it in, in an eight step practice. So I have a, I have a, a, a methodology that takes us through these eight steps. Um, each one is something that you can do. Um, you can do them discreetly, like practicing you know, working with your body and understanding your body, or we, you can think about it as a whole pathway that takes you kind of from, from the beginning to, to, um, to, to a certain kind of an end point. Um, yeah. What else? Yeah, I know, you know, I know that a lot of people who have participated in the past reported the beautiful, uh, transformational, life-changing experiences. And I know a lot of the students in the past were sharing that this really impacted their lives so i'm just empowering and engaging our community to sign up it's an exciting class you will get a lot of goodies and as gina said it's very practical and this is also something beautiful about your teachings that you know you get people to do stuff and to experience instead of just talking about the concept so thank you for that yeah i really i really want people to be able to walk away with something that they can incorporate and integrate in their lives you know, the minute they click leave from the meeting that they have something of, of meaning and a value that can really, you know, take them to the next step.
that's so that's for the intention. Me, exactly. For me, with you today, what I'm living with is this wonderful, warm meditation that is keeping my heart warm uh, and my heart opened up in talking to you because I felt more compassion and more presence just being in this space with you. So thank you so much for okay. that, Gina. Anything that you would love to say to as a last, uh, you know, sharing with our audience before we wrap up? Um, just that, you know, that um, we are, um, as, as, a, as a species of beings, we are, we're not at the mercy of our feelings. And that, you know, really, no matter what's happening on the inside, no matter what we're feeling in any given moment, um, that we are always at choice about what we want to be doing, how we want to respond and how we want to be in the world. And so we have this incredible force, this life force within us. And I invite all of us to, um, to, to use the force for good and that we all have, we all already have everything we need to harness this, this power of um, power of mindfulness. And it's just really one pause and one breath away. So um, I invite all of us to, to really step into that space. What a lovely ending on an amazing recording. Gina, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for being in conversation with me as well. More to come on your masterclass in November. Enjoy listening, dear audience. More to come soon. Bye for now. Thank you.